Good day, good day, good day, everybody. Brian here from quantlabs.net. Uh, today is uh, March 27, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, let's talk about what's going on in the EU markets or EU generally. If you live in the EU, it's something to be somewhat concerned about because um, they're no longer a, a uh, free capitalistic democratic society. So headline is coindesk.com, EU smart contract regulation, including council's data act draft. Summary, the text of version, which already agreed on by Euro Parliament will prove impossible to meet for most smart contracts. Uh, EU council, which represents national governments agreed on the text on Friday and its proposals appear to echo those already favored by lawmakers at the EE, the uh, Euro Parliament. You, you, that makes it sound like the EU is like one country. That's from an outsider's perspective, for sure. Final word in the law, note that can be negotiated between Parliament and the Council mediated by the Euro Commission, which is part of the EU executive branch. That sounds really communistic, really over-bureaucratic, over-layered, Ooh. Proposed legislation requiring smart contracts to be able to interrupt or terminate their activity. Wow, that's pretty extreme. Has provoked concerns in the blockchain community. Requirements would undermine what are supposed to be automated and unalterable programs. So there you go. Um, continuing along here. Uh, We've got also, it's uh, got an ad here. Okay, Swedish minister who served as chairman of the council's talk said in a statement on Friday that the law will allow data to flow freely within the EU and at, across sectors for benefit of businesses, research, public administrators, and society. Notice how society's mentioned last. Uh, new rules to apply to contracts make data available as part of controls on home smart appliances like fridges. But how far actually, that doesn't make sense. Uh, there's Marina Marquezic, founder of the EC uh, Euro Crypto Initiative, said it would be hard, if not impossible, for most smart contracts to meet regulations as drafted by the parliament. A senior commissioner for digital matters has already indicated he doesn't favor the lawmaker's version, saying it inhibits the ability to set standards for smart contracts. All I can say is wow, wow, wow on that one. Uh, there was another one that grabbed my attention as I pull it up. Hang uh, on here. So, okay, so this is this is a more concerning one as far as I'm concerned. So this one, again, is from Coindesk.com. This is more concerning. EU lawmakers to vote on limited ban, limited ban on self-hosted crypto payments. So now they're going after self-hosted. Anti-money laundering plans seen by Coindesk have slightly liberalized, but would ban anonymous crypto transfers of more than 1,000 euros. Okay, so your freedom to transact on these blockchains, self-hosted, is in danger. Okay, so large crypto asset transfers from anonymous self-hosted wallets would be banned. Let me repeat that. Large crypto asset transfers from anonymous self-hosted, anonymous self-hosted wallets would be banned under plans to be voted on EU lawmakers on March 28th. That's tomorrow, according to documents seen by Coindesk. That's really dangerous. Uh, the Euro Parliament Economics and Civil Liberty Commissions are... Wow. So this is Civil Liberties Committee. It sounds like they're trying to vote against this sort of thing, but they're actually supporting it. Set to vote on new anti-money laundering plans after wrangling for months about how to stop cryptocurrency non-fungible tokens, NFT, and the metaverse being used for financial crime. 
Under the proposal uh, would be forbidden from making or accepting anonymous crypto transfers over a thousand euros. If the customer's identity can be verified or if regulated crypto provider is involved, the transaction would be allowed. Initial draft of the law was even harsher, but the text was liberalized at March 22nd internal meeting. Crypto transfers among private individuals, such as large payments between friends, would still be allowed. Okay, so essentially, if that's the case, how do they know between what wallet is friends and what wallet is for, for business purposes? Which means they're going to start licensing wallets and regulating the wallets themselves. Legislation also bans businesses from accepting more than 7,000 euro in cash. Uh, and creates a new EU anti-money laundering agency, the AMLA. So that's the name of it. Um, this this probably will go ahead and, and be supported. To become law, measures would need to be agreed upon by both EU Parliament and the Euro Council, which represents the bloc member states. And again, that sounds like one country. Council last year sought to ban... Uh, banks, crypto providers, and dealing in privacy-enhancing coins. So this is the key again. They're going after, like in Australia, putting the likes of Zcash, Monero, and Dash on par with financial anonymous instruments such as bearer shares. So just so you know, uh, uh, from my experience, if you're on Kraken, you're not able to trade uh, crypto or Zcash. Uh, and just a few weeks ago, Dubai also introduced where they're banning those coins as well, Monero, Zcash. They say to protect their financial system. Parliament draft does, doesn't does appear to go that far, but it forbids anonymous crypto accounts and regards the use of privacy coins, mixers, and tumblers as extra factors to take into account when assessing laundering risks. Uh one more paragraph. Under the Parliament's plans, EU crypto providers will be forbidden from having a correspondent relationship with any foreign provider that is not registered or licensed anywhere. Proposals also bring NFT platforms from the scope of money laundering and decentralized uh, autonomous organizations. So those are the DAOs. That could be the new, new corporate structure moving forward. And to the extent they're controlled by an un or by an identified person uh so yeah that's pretty dangerous in itself there's another one here uh this is now from finextra.com pigeon boost fraud detection with effective tie-up okay so this is an example of a company doing this pigeon a secure real-time payment platform built for the future of payments has partnered with effective a fraud fighting and compliance automation platform to help financial institutions monitor transactions to prevent payments fraud in real time. Okay. So uh, there's these companies, probably going to be big money for them. Through the partnership, financial institutions using Pigeon's faster payment platform will now have access to effective, robust fraud mitigation tools with effective machine learning driven fraud protection and AML. BSA parameters, effective transaction monitoring, and payment fraud detection solutions help keep account holders' money secure and while reducing fraud losses for financial institutions. So now we're moving into a world where you have your financial li liberty being pretty well regulated either at the EU level uh, via a lot of these um, basically banning wallets for anonymous purposes. The other thing is we have the banning use of privacy coins, as I said, like Monero, Zcash, and uh, Dash. So that's so that they can get their fingers on money transfers of private people. Okay, I, I, I can see the logic for criminal reasons or whatnot. I, I get that. Um, but in terms of financial, this is the next step we're moving towards CBDC, central bank, digital coins, and absolute control over people. Now, if this is happening in EU, 
Um, and obviously it's being tabled in USA. Uh, we've got also, I, I, it's already law in Canada. I can tell you that. Or if you are involved in crypto, they want to know your wallet IDs by law. That's in Canada already. It's been like that for about two years now, three years. Australia, I've mentioned, is already. So now we're forced into a situation where people will probably go offshore. Um, places like that are crypto friendly. We're talking Costa Rica, uh, Dubai, I would have said, but I've already mentioned that. We are also talking about. Um, Thailand, maybe, and Malaysia for now. So that's what's going on out there. And um, there are some com com countries out there that are allowing Bitcoin to become legal tender. Good examples of that, obviously, are in El Salvador. Um, and uh, I've also read about Guatemala's getting in on that, too. Honduras is going communist, so that region in Central America uh is looking more and more developed for being crypto friendly so there is that <clears throat> there is that happening so let's talk about um even on a global level uh this article and all these articles are from the last day so again uh we've we're now back at coindesk.com with another article uh g7 will push for tighter global crypto regulations, Kyoto. Uh, discussion on a global framework will speed up ahead of May meeting of finance ministers and central bankers from the group of seven countries. So those are the group, group of seven, uh, as I said, and um, they're, they're, they're expediting the laws uh, with a focus of increasing business transparency and I love how they always use consumer protection. So this was reported on Kyoto News reported Sunday, citing officials with knowledge of the plan. So when they mention consumer protection, always remember, we're locking you down for your protection and your safety. We are giving you and forcing you to take this global medicine uh, or, or medicine uh, for your protection and safety and so on and so forth. So. When you hear, hi, I'm from the government, I'm here to help, I can guarantee you, uh, you, yeah, you need to be very leery on that. So anyways, moving on with this article, Japanese Prime Minister Kishida will host this year's G7 summit in Hiroshima. G7 members will state their uh, joint intent intentions for tougher crypto policies and leaders' declarations. So that's also now including Britain which we haven't men mentioned, Canada, U.S., France, uh, uh, Japan. So I, I'm, I know I'm missing the country there for G7. Uh, so this is now G7. So let's continue on. Japan already has one of the toughest regulatory regimes for crypto with FTX Japan customers being some of the first to get their money back from the collapsed crypto exchange. Okay, let's talk about that. Um, I've heard proposals from startups that want to expand and, and, and grow, and then they'll whine and complain and, and, and be so sad. Oh, my money's in the SVB uh, bank, Silicon Valley bank, and we can't move forward because our money's all tied up and blah, 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 blah. If you're an entrepreneur, a startup uh, founder, and you've got your money in a bank like that and you're not paying attention to the stock price of where you're uh, keeping your money in that bank and you see that stock price drop immensely and you sit there and say, I'm not too worried about my deposits. Uh, you shouldn't be in business. You, you should not be invested. You should not be a founder. Uh, you don't deserve to be an entrepreneur because you can't manage a business. It's proven. So now they start crying and, 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 and whining about to the government to bail them out, which they are. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, a, I don't support these bailouts for these kind of companies. And if you don't believe that, then they're also bailing out Chinese companies as well. So ask yourself if that's something you support. So, uh, and the same with the USDC was uh, three and a half billion was held in that bank as well. So that should have been known. 
you should have seen the stock price drop and you should have gotten your money out. Okay, simple as that. And if you can't follow that, sorry, you're not getting my sympathy. And I think as more people are educated on that, they probably most likely will feel the same way because that's called capital, true capitalism. Um, the government's not your daddy and the government's not your daddy to bail you out each and every time for your bad decisions of business. Regulators across the world have been working toward a global consensus on regulating crypto. Financial Stability Board, Standard Center for the Global Financial System, put forward recommendations for global crypto rules. Risks involved with crypto were a topic of discussion at a meeting of the group of 20 now, group of 20 major economies in last month in India. Group plans to submit a document on crypto rules at the meeting of the leaders of the G20 nations in September in India. So I mentioned about FTX. Now, as I said about FTX, if you lost money with FTX, sorry, again, you're not getting my sympathies. Why? You have to ask yourself if you really care about your money and you're going to host your money and, and park it in Bahamas and not question that as a red, as a red flag. Yeah, you deserve to lose your money because at least I'm not a fan of these regulations. But if I had to choose and it's big, big money, yeah, I'd probably park it in one of these safety zones like in my case, Kraken. They're regulated and they're they're uh regulated both US and and, and uh Canada and probably a lot of other places. So that's that's what I would probably lean towards with uh with that. All right, so um, talking about uh, one last paragraph in this article, crypto has become under more scrutiny from regulators following the collapse of exchange FTX last year and the recent failure SVB, Signature Bank and Silvergate, three banks that were either focused on crypto or had ties to it. Yet again, if you're not fully aware of your FTX being hosted or your capital being hosted in FTX offshore in, in Bahamas, you don't question that, you shouldn't be trading in crypto. Also, same with those banks, those three banks I mentioned as well, and, and, and just fiat world as well. I just want to let you know, um, I may contradict myself. I think it's fine to have a small amount that you can afford to lose. You should have the freedom to do whatever you like with that. You should have the freedom to 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 involve yourself in various exchanges that could be high risk but that's your due diligence to to um to know about those exchanges or however you're trading and to know about if your money's safe okay that you have the right to do but at the same time if you have a larger portion uh yeah you would want to have your money parked as i said in a better exchange or a bank that is regulated that's for your own protection but you have a smaller amount that you can, uh, as I said, be in a, in a freer, open source uh, or decentralized exchange. You should also have that right, just understanding the risk. But what's happening here, these regulators, governing bodies are trying to really limit your freedom and in a way control you by essentially having making you have a license and being enslaved to their to their whim, which is obviously wrong. So it doesn't stop there, okay? So uh, there's a whole series of other articles I want to talk about here. Um, so there's this statement from Elon Musk about um, about uh, banks, okay? So let, let, let me put it this way. On Reddit, and interesting, Reddit's got some interesting subreddit groups of, you can tell they're younger folks, that really believe in freedom and their money uh, being, you know, traded around, invested around, transacted around off of these regulated exchanges. Interesting concepts, what they have. Uh, some of them have, let's say, uh, the ability to tr uh, to have money in a, in, a, in, a, in a wallet or on a cold storage device like a ledger or a trezor. And direct, directly uh, transact uh, with wherever they want that that capital to go, that crypto to go, with no third party regulation, no third party licensing, none of that. And 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 I believe in that. 
um, wholeheartedly. But they're, as I said, they're going to be forced in those com- countries I mentioned, like Costa Rica and whatnot. Um, but yet, you still can have your money in- safely in-, in one of the larger uh, countries uh, for for really your own protection. So you can live both worlds, but understand the risk when you're involved with the decentral exchanges. And uh, another way that they're what they're doing is, from what I'm seeing, is they build out their own program software to directly trade on, let's say, Bitcoin blockchain or Ethereum blockchain and be able to self-host in their own wallet, on their own system, be able to transact directly out, out of their computer and be able to, uh, again, be involved with um, these decentral exchanges. The one that I see mostly come up a lot is BISQ, BISC. Uh, it's actually an open source decentral exchange, so nobody owns it. And there is source code out there for it in Java. So that that's a, a good option if that's what you're wanting to do. Just put that out there. Okay, so uh, let's go into this article regarding Elon Musk. So. Elon Musk points out most serious looming issue in banking. And then he's also saying Bitcoin to the moon. Um, I can tell you last weekend when the Credit Suisse was going through the negotiations with UBS, Bitcoin was spiking. And that's the only time I think right now when Bitcoin moves, when there's a catalyst. It's so sensitive now to good news, bad news. And what I'm going to get into regarding Binance is the reason why uh, Bitcoin's down today. So just hold on. Let me get through this uh, one article regarding Elon Musk. So this is found on newsbtc.com. And again, I just read the headline. Elon Musk points out most serious looming issue in banking Bitcoin to the moon. So Tesla CEO pointed out to the most looming, most serious looming issue in the banking system in a new tweet. Uh so there was the Hobesi's letter noted that uh, more than $2.5 trillion that was issued out by, I think, Bank, Bank of America or one of the analysts or I don't know where that source came. So $2.5 trillion in commercial real estate debt will come due in the next five years. We already know the, sort, the story about commercial real estate, um, but I, I am hearing that a lot of companies are now uh, uh, going back to 100% work mode in an office environment. So this may not pan out, but let's go through the article. As the analysis state that by far more than five-year period in history, meanwhile, rates have more than doubled and commercial real estate is only 60 to 70% occupied. Uh, refinancing these loans is going to be incredibly expensive and likely lead to a major crisis. So I think when you look at what we're already seeing um, in the markets, banks uh, seizing and collapsing with the ones already mentioned, even if we come out of that with relief, um, yeah, commercial real estate could be the next big, big thing to fall, especially if it's at $2.5 trillion. So the worst part, however, is that small banks, which are struggling badly, are at the, uh, the center of this crisis as well. 70% of re- commercial real estate loans are made by small banks. So that's the bingo right there. Um, so so this is what Musk says. This is by far the most serious looming issue. Mortgages too. That's including your, uh, your, your mortgage. Uh, Elon Musk has commented on the U.S. banking crisis several times in recent weeks, calling for all banks to be protected by the FDIC. So again... That's not going to be possible because the government's not going to be able to cover that due to, from what I've read and and and, and mentioned in these podcasts, that um, they may only have, the FDIC may only have 1% or 2% coverage of all insured deposits in the U.S. So that might not happen. And I've also read or whatever whole value of, of of bailing out the entire banking deposits would be about $17 trillion. That's pretty close to the national debt of the U.S. That would not only cripple the U.S., that would probably obliterate it. And, and 
sitting on the sidelines are the, the 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 Chinese setting up their own Chinese financial systems, and they're just chomping on the bit for that to happen. By the way, about China, uh, hopefully you know that when it comes to Davos, China is trying to set up their own Davos system. Uh, like the World Economic Forum, but it's obviously controlled by China. They just did a large conference uh, last week in Beijing. Apparently, it's 186 countries were there, uh, including some, not all. Some uh, CEOs out of the U.S. were there, including Apple. And he was kissing the Chinese and saying, oh, they're great. Uh, And that's the stance of Apple. Okay? So just so you know. So continuing this article regarding Elon Musk, uh, so the tweet regarding uh, from this Kobisi letter, over the next five years, more than two and a half trillion in commercial real estate will mature. Uh, this is by, by far more than a, a five-year period in history. Meanwhile, rates have more than doubled and commercial real estate is only 60 to 70% occupied. Refinancing these loans is going to be dot, dot, dot. Uh, Commercial, the analysts on this letter saying the banking crisis, the U.S. Fed is playing an important role by raising interest rates uh, quickly. So essentially what's going to happen is that this banking crisis will intensify because of this. Following commercial real estate, bond prices are a growing problem for smaller banks as I said, which are already suffering from declining demand for commercial real estate and fleeing deposits. And a lot of those deposits, from what I'm seeing, and I'm I'm part of that, uh, going into gold, silver, treasury, temporary, treasury, temporary, short term, as well as Bitcoin when the opportunity rises. So there's other opportunities out there. I wouldn't be surprised some of that will go foreign as well. Interest rates have more than doubled, making refinancing these loans more than difficult and costly. At the same time, occupancy rates for commercial real estate are only 60 to 70 percent, putting additional pressure on the market. And and remember, this article is not even talking about national debt as well. $31 trillion. Difficult situation could lead to a major financial crisis. And refinancing these loans... Conditions is extremely expensive and risky. Um, yeah, so here, Markets of Mayhem tweeted out, uh, I'm not sure on the source of this, but they said regional banks hold the most commercial real estate debt. Uh, wow, this is a pretty detailed article. But I think this is clear for people that really understand. So this guy, uh, he's a chairman and CEO of RXR and director of the New York Fed. Okay, admitted admitted because the Fed's trying to really hide this information, admitted in a recent tweet, uh, Twitter thread, most of this debt was financed when prime rates were near zero. So there you go. Near zero has caused a lot of these problems. Debt must be fine, refinanced in an environment where interest rates are higher, values are lower, and the market is less liquid. That's today. And, and those three are going to get worse as time passes. Uh, he also said, therefore, calls for a program that provides lenders the leeway and the flexibility from regulators to work with borrowers to develop responsible, constructive financing plans. A similar program was implemented in 2009 and during the heat of COVID-19. So again, they're relying on the government. Your daddy will come to the rescue. But the same guy warns of a serious systematic risk in the banking system especially regional banks. We, and this is a quote, we have been experiencing a proverbial slow-moving train wreck that has been picking up speed throughout the past year with the unprecedented spike in interest rates. The events of the last couple of weeks highlight the train is now out of control. We need to slow the train down and take the proper precautions to minimize the damage. Okay, so now he's talking about Bitcoin. For Bitcoin, this could be a turning point as already been demonstrated with the collapse of SVB. As the banking crisis unfolds, possibly surpassing the great financial crisis of 2008 that led Satoshi Nakamoto to create Bitcoin, the need for a decentralized, permission-free, 
freedom money may become clear for many. I just read you numerous articles where the EU and essentially the G7 are trying to control that. This is another way of saying, well, we can now enslave the population. Okay, this is this is this is this is the big the big deal. Banks continue to fall like dominoes. This will likely have a significant impact on the value of Bitcoin. Okay, so that's now proving its utility, and that's what I've said before. People will turn to Bitcoin to protect their wealth. I mean, that's insane. But I'm already seeing that in the currency space as well. You get the traditional Turkish lira, the the traditional uh, South African rand that used to be the the wild and and uh, highly volatile currencies. Guess what? Those are the ones that are showing profitable return and showing to be least stable. Believe it or not, uh, Mike McGlone, senior commodity strategist for Bloomberg Intelligence, recently explained Bitcoin is turning into a higher beta version of gold in the face of the banking crisis. <laughs> um, so at press time, the Bitcoin price stood at 27,800, further consolidating below the key resistance around 20,700. So essentially there, what's going on is, um, it sounds like Bitcoin is, is just lining up for a new catalyst to form long-term. And yeah, Bitcoin will be the granddaddy of them all. Um, I've got lined up one ETF. Yes, there is an ETF for Bitcoin out there that I've done for some fairly success exactly a week ago today. Um, so that's ready to trade. Okay, uh, let's move on to the other articles. All right, so these are now concerning Binance. Let me first pull up the more popular. Uh, source, which is CNBC. And again, this is from CNBC.com. Binance founder, we'll just call him CZ, violated compliance rules to attract U.S. users. This is from the CFTC. So I've read about and did podcasts about how the U.S. is investigating Binance. My view of Binance, again, I'll keep saying this, is something I would not be in right now. To me, it's a criminal syndicate. Uh, there's numerous examples of that. Again, listen to, read what I posted. I'm not going to get into that. But yeah, I would not be in Binance right now. Uh, and now it's coming out with what apparently what the U.S. regulars are accusing CZ and Binance are doing. And the other thing is I've, I mentioned about uh, Coinbase as well. Um, my blogs. So I'm using Coinbase for commerce only, not trading. Um, and I think that's fine for now. Um, because again, that's just to build trust with potential customers of mine because they know the name Coinbase. But for trading, I wouldn't recommend them either. So I do think once we can get past the Binance, the Coinbases, <clears throat> the Tethers out there, I think that's when Coinbase, uh, crypto overall will explode. And just get rid of all the weak players, all, all of the more legit mainstream uh, assets out there or coins in crypto. The top five, maybe top 10 uh, that have value and have good reason to exist. Anyways, coming back to this article about uh, CFTC and uh, on CNBC, CFTC alleged that Bi Binance violated law to solicit U.S. users for millions in revenue a potentially existent a threat to the exchange. There you go. It's like TikTok. Uh, TikTok is getting about 50 billion, maybe 60 billion market cap out of the US alone. That's why they care when a lot of the politicians are wanting to ban it. Finance CEO CZ and its former compliance officer, Samuel Lim, are all named in the complaint. CNBC previously reported on Binance engages in similar activity to solicit mainland users. Uh, so CFTC filed a complaint against Binance, uh, alleging that Binance actively solicited U.S. users, probably through Binance U.S., uh, solicited U.S. users and subverted the exchange's own ineffective compliance program according to a filing in Illinois. Filing has potential up 
up at potential upend the exchange's operations and it potentially just the first solve in a regulatory crackdown on the world's largest crypto exchange. So again, once other countries see this, they'll probably yank uh, the licenses uh, where Binance operates in. Beyond disgorgement, wow, these are big words, beyond disgorgement and any monetary cost, CFTC asked the court to impose further relief, including trading and registration bans. Second here in Ontario, with the Ontario Securities Commission. Uh, they said that Binance, Zhao, Lim violated eight core provisions of the Commodity Exchange Act, including laws that require controls designed to prevent and detect money laundering and terrorism financing. Ooh, so let me give you the example with Russia. Yeah, Binance was there. They helped. They It, it seemed to appear that they were helping uh oligarchs out of Russia to transfer their wealth through Binance to Dubai and then sell off uh the on the exit uh to buy a property in Dubai. That's what I saw at the beginning and within the first few weeks of the invasion with Ukraine. So that seems to be what Binance assisted in, among other things, but that was a big one. That was the egregious one that I saw. Um CNBC reported on how Binance employees would subvert the exchange's compliance controls in China. These, these employees are called angels, using some of the same techniques that the CFTC alleges Binance to solicit uh, U.S. users. So allegedly actively cultivated lucrative and commercially important VIP customers, including institutional customers located in the U.S. I wouldn't be surprised there. Today's enforcement action demonstrates that there is no location or claim lack of location that will prevent the CT, CFTC from protecting American investors. Well, that's not true when you look at uh, the uh, FTX. I have been clear that CFTC will continue to use all of its authority to find and stop misconduct in the volatile and risky digital asset market. This is the chair of the CFTC. Um, and uh, continuing along, steps to purposely obscure where the exchange subsidiaries were located, regulators said. This was part of a large strategy that Zhao was an effort to keep countries clean, uh, part of the finance alleged effort to generate fees and solicit U.S. users with the exchange VIP program for high net worth individuals. Binance is aware of its VIP, VIP identities and geographic locations because Binance monitors its source and transaction volume and fee-based revenue as a matter of, of course in conducting its operations. Binance VIP were offered special privileges when law enforcement agencies pursued them or freeze, froze their assets, the CFTC alleged, wow, uh, claiming Binance gave VIPs a heads up or such that they take their assets off the platform. Yeah, that happened in OSC uh, here in Ontario when the OSC finally banned them out of Ontario. And then I have to say that Ontario was the first to do this globally when it came to, to Binance. Uh, do not directly tell the user to run. Binance instructed its VIP team. Uh, if the user is a big trader or a smart one, he will get the hint. Or she, it should say there as well. Yes, females are pretty good, pretty pretty good tr traders as well. Uh, CNBC pre previously reported on Binance customer service and VIP reps counseled users in mainland China on how to evade Binance compliance system, use of virtual private networks, and alternative non-state documents was advised by some volunteers and, and employees to mainland Chinese traders. CFTC filing alleges that Binance engaged in similar activities for its U.S. users. Oh, wow. So, but at best we can try to ask our users to use VPN or ask them to provide, if they are an entity, non-U.S. documents. On the surface, we cannot be seen to have U.S. users, but in reality, we should give them through other creative means. Lim told Binance employee in 2020, according to the filing. So there's 
definitely whistleblowers here. Lim allegedly advised against outright fraud, but encouraged creative means to sidestep regulations. Binance can encourage them to be a non-KYC account. Lim, KYC stands for New York Customer Set of Principles that Guide Anti-Money Laundering Programs for Financial Institutions. Uh, neither Binance nor attorney, uh, Zhao attorney, uh, immediately responded to a request for comment. Zhao posted a tweet that said, for an apparent response to the CFTC filing. Okay, so number four is a call to Binance devoted international user base to dismiss negative about the was fake news. Um, no, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me this is going on. I mean, let's face it. Uh, I got a couple of articles here. I'm going to look for any other unique um, info on this. This is pretty ground. So again, we, we have here a coindesk.com, CFTC, sues Binance CZ over willful evasion of U.S. regulation, U.S. laws, unregistered crypto derivatives products. So that's the futures market. Um, so I'm looking for anything new or different. So, uh, so Binance operates a derivative trading operation in the U.S. offering trades in BTC, either Litecoin, Tether, and Binance USD which the suit referred to as commodities. So that's our uh, futures uh, market. Suit also alleged that under CZ's leadership direct employees to spoof their locations through the use of VPN. <clears throat> so violating around offering futures transactions, illegal off exchange commodity exchange, uh, swap execution, poorly supervising in business, not employing know your co uh, customer, or anti-money laundering process. So when you look at this, um, this this would be a big deal because um, with Binance in, involving these kind of illicit ways to get US-based or Chinese-based customers onto the exchange on their futures one, next question is how can you trust the exchange itself for not market making against you, that sort of thing. And I think up to a point, it was not so bad. Um, but probably in the last two years is where they probably started going after the uh, these. Maybe going this direction. I don't know. Binance reliance on maze of corporate entities to operate Binance platform is deliberate. Yeah, there you go. Designed to obscure ownership control and location of the Binance for a platform. Zhao answers to no one but himself. That's true because when you look at Binance, does Binance have um, a head office? No, they don't. Um, they are supposed to be based, first they were based out of, I think it was Singapore. They got booted out of there and their servers. Uh, then they hosted the servers out of Tokyo, Japan. Um, that may still be the case where they're there. And then somewhere along the line, Binance suddenly became a uh, head office and uh residence was dubai um so suit alleges vpns have effect of masking an internet user's true ip address vpn use by customers to access and trade on the binance plat has been an open secret binance has consistently been aware and encouraged the use of vpn for us customers i I, I don't know about that because here on Tira, I've got people that were kind of using the VPN option. They were booted out and got locked out of Binance. And that means their money was locked up as well. So they couldn't get access to their money on the Binance exchange. Some were more in the thousands. Company directed important customers such as trading firms to shut up a shell. Companies in places such as Jersey. British Virgin Islands, Netherlands, to avoid restrictions and filing. Fully aware of the scale of its business. That's very true because there's Binance.je, which is Jersey. I couldn't question that, but I thought that was their approach to um, access the British market and sidestep the um, 
British regulation at the time. And then there was one set up for Turkey, I think Nigeria as well. But again, I don't think Turkey or Nigeria are going to clamp down here because, well, um, they allow it. And I think Russia was another one. Binance knew U.S. customers continue to comprise a substantial proportion of Binance customers' base. So that's why U.S. market was important to Binance because, yeah, it was a large, large percentage of their customers and users. Uh, as of June 2020, controls had supposedly been implemented. 17.8% were based in the U.S. Okay, so... Um, that's when, uh, yeah, 2020 is when they started going squirrely. I'm talking about Binance themselves. Um, okay, so this is what Lim said, uh, the uh, compliance officer over at uh, Binance. On the surface, we cannot be seen to have U.S. users, but in reality, we should give them, get them through other creative means. So that was a quote. Um, that was some messenger service internal chat i don't know how they get this must be a whistleblower uh releasing this so uh suit also alleges we're well aware of sanctioned entities and individuals from sanctioned regions ah russia comes to mind i'm sure of on its platform sharing chat logs where lim said terrorists um, maybe a russian oligarch i don't know Terrorists usually send small sums that are barely enough to purchase weapons with. So, again, this is where I was referring to the criminal syndicate known as Binance. So here's the proof. He, he said other customers were here for crime, according to the lawsuit. That's a typo, lawsuit. Um, Binance directly asked an employee to be a money laundering report officer. To report, write a report claiming its compliance audit was stringent to hide how poor its compliant program actually was from business partners like Paxos. Oh, dear. And just so you know, there's that lawsuit with Paxos, and I mentioned this before, that Paxos was the um, uh, the company that was minting uh, BUSD. So uh, the regulators in the states went after Paxos for that. So I'm surprised that Paxos... Uh, is involved there. Um, part of the audit, a Binance employee who held the title MLRM, money laundering reporting officer, lamented that she needed to write a fake annual MLRO report to Binance Board of Directors, WTF, the suit said. Lim was aware that Binance did not have a board of directors, nevertheless assured her yeah, that's fine. I can get management to sign off on the fake report. So imagine when they go out and do their proof of reserves, what they're doing. So if they're there doing that, then yeah. Yeah, you, if you if you have money right now on Binance, you better get your money out while you can. Okay? That's what it sounds like to me because this is now going to be the next FTX. And um, yeah, if Binance goes, like Binance is the biggest exchange in the world for crypto. If they go and this kind of uh, this kind of report and lawsuit from the U.S. regulators is a strong, strong hint that could happen, especially now that they have these internal uh, internal documents. It's pretty, pretty enlightening. Officers said in 2020 that has no confidence in our geofencing, the suit said. That's all capital. So somebody's screaming there. Uh, CFTC is asking the court to re-enjoin finance from further violations of the Commodity Exchange Act, as well as civil monetary policies, trading and registration bans, and what a word, disgorgement. Uh, so here's the response. Binance spokesman told Coindesk that they would re respond shortly. Zhao, the founder of the exchange, tweeted for referencing a previous tweet where he said that that would mean ignore FUD, fake news, attacks, etc. I don't know. I don't know. This is not just some schmuck. These are regulators in the U.S. So the CEO is a defendant. The suit alleges he was a direct or indirect owner of entities that were engaged in proprietary trading 
activity on the Binance platform. Likewise, direct or indirect owner of approximately 300 separate Binance accounts that engage in prop trading on the Binance trading platform. Bingo, ding-a-ling-a-ling. Uh, approximately 300 separate Binance accounts. So that could be the equivalent. I'm not saying it is, but could be the equivalent of the money uh, market making going against your trades on Binance. Get the F off of Binance, folks. That's This is what I'm telling you. Suit was likely expected by Binance. Uh, February, the exchanges of chief strategy officer Patrick Hillman admitted Binance was being investigated by multiple regulators and expected to pay fines to make amends for past regulatory violations. That tells you that this is this is systematic. This is like uh, not a one-time affair. This is like ongoing. Get your money off of Binance. According to the suit, Binance employees, including Zhao, used Signal app with an auto-delete functionality to communicate with each other. Wow. Uh, the suit implied CFTC had access to the CEO's phone. How do they do this? Saying it was able to collect signal text chains and group traps from it. Wow. CZ better be, he's going to be like the next uh, SBF. Uh, by identifying so many major tokens and commodity, com commodities to complain, CFTC may be staking out new ground in jurisdictional questioning questions at the heart of the U.S. crypto sector. Who is responsible for overseeing crypto trading? So the SEC has made it very clear that most tokens are actually securities. The chair, Gary Gensler, often says that every crypto token apart from crypto seems to fit its definition. CFTC have often suggested that Bitcoin and either are likely commodities, so that means it falls under the CFTC, but they're additionally maintaining that Litecoin and, and stablecoins, Tether and BUSD are as well. Uh, the SEC has previously suggested that BUSD is a security in a Wells notice to Paxos. Okay, um, just got to watch my... Um, recording here actually you know what i'm gonna wrap her up it's been an hour uh proof of stage tokens category now including blah 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 blah. okay so what i'm gonna do i'm gonna end it now i'm gonna post some other articles regarding this over at my blog uh quantlabs.net slash blog for more info get off of binance if you want to know more follow what i do go to quantlabs slash quantlabs.net slash books and get on our email list to know more about these sort of things. Oh, uh, here's something else. This doesn't shut down. If U.S. US regulators seek to shut both Binance and Coinbase, I said that earlier in this, down for violating securities and commodity laws, there's little reason to expect the same accusation will be leveled at their smaller competitors for conducting the same type of activity. So you want to get rid of the mystery of, of crypto? Those are the two exchanges you go after. And there's a copy of the complaint here on Coindesk.com as well. So all there. There you go. Enjoy. Have a good day.